Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Niche Podcast about the one thing that I know something about game shows, I suppose. I'm your host, Jordan Haas. It's the game shows, I suppose, solo sessions going on right now. And as I'm recording this, it is August 18th, 2020 at 10 p.m. Los Angeles time, which means that the Bullseye episode is already out uh, for on the free feed because we're on our way to ending game shows, I suppose. And, well, I did already record all those episodes. So this is kind of, is kind of trippy to go back and to do a game show podcast when I'm kind of done talking about game shows, I guess. But I figured that, hey, if as long as I have a Patreon, I might as well do something I enjoy. So maybe this is just where the new home of game shows, I suppose, is. I, I don't know. So this is a walkie-talkie episode, uh, which means I don't have the mic. I'm not sitting down. I'm just wandering, rambling. So if things are a little not smart, if there's no factoids, no notes, uh, it's because I'm walking and talking. Uh, so forgive me if this is going to be a rambly episode. Forgive me if I uh, screw up with a lot of the facts like I like sometimes I do. Normally, because uh, I want to break the, the, the little... For well, here I mean you are donating to my Patreon, so I might as well. Typically, when it comes to a episode of game shows, I suppose it takes about ten hours to produce. Everything from notes to finding an episode, to reviewing the show, to booking a guest, to talking about it. Then when I did the solo session, it kind of was just all done within two weeks. I had recorded like twenty episodes, so now we're done, and. It's kind of it, it. It was kind of weird because it's like some of those shows I I just have fond memories of, and I can I know the rules by heart. Others, it was kind of like, well, I need to probably need a little catch up, so I'll rewatch an episode, and I fell in love with the show. So Bullseye, which if you're uh, if you listen to that episode over on the RSS feed over on JordanHoss.com/podcast or wherever you get podcasts. It was about the uh, Jim Bowen darts-based game show Bullseye, the UK game show with Bully's prize board, and in one, in two, in three. And I had so much fun talking about that show. But uh, the weirdest thing about that is when you say you're doing Bullseye, there's a lot of mixed signals, and everyone kind of thinks, well, I think you mean this show or this thing, and you know what? You're right, I, I kind of forgot. Bullseye is a pricing game on the Price is Right, where a contestant has seven chances to figure out the actual retail price of a brand new car. They give a value of the car, and then Bob will say if it's higher or lower. After seven chances, if they do not get the exact price, they lose. In later runs, they would tell you the differences by $1,000, and it's still wasn't enough but later this bullseye round would be repurposed into clock game bullseye is also a pricing game on the price is right where there are six pricing items the contestant has to pick a uh, a grocery item and then depend on how many quantities of said item to get between ten dollars and twelve dollars so anything from one to a hundred it doesn't matter if the actual retail price is within 10 to 12 dollars they hit the bullseye 
If it goes somewhere on the board less than $12, it becomes a little sticker, and it's marked on the board. If it's over $12, they lose the prize. After picking three of the five items, uh, they reveal where's the secret bullseye, and that's the second attempt to win a prize. Bullseye is a round on Family Feud where where the families get to build up their prize total by figuring out the number one answer in a slurry of surveys. Uh, it's a big fast it's a fast-paced version of Family Feud where it's all about the number one answers where it starts at a thousand and goes up. It was used in the Ray Combs era of Family Feud and in the Family Feud Challenge and later in the O'Hurley Family Feud era where it was quickly burnt to a crisp. You can play Family Feud's Bullseye Round, however, in the Genesis and Super Nintendo versions of Family Feud. Did that, did that help? Did that, I, did, that, did that help you? I assume that's what she meant by I didn't talk about Bullseye. Oh! Oh, wait, I just... Uh, you're... Look, I was talking about the UK bullseye. This is a show about the US bullseye. Okay. All right. So, let's get into it. It's the year 2015 and Fox is looking for a next great game show. Of course, there was a bunch of misfires at Fox. Things for like Boom, for instance, kind of flopped. But Fox was committed to trying their hands at another game show. This was an action-based adrenaline show uh, created by the producers who brought us 101 Ways to Leave a Game Show in Fear Factor called Bullseye. Bullseye is a game where three, uh, where, uh, where eight p- contestants compete to win $50,000. You got, you got that part down? To win the $50,000, they got to go through three challenges, just like Fear Factor. But hang on, it's not gross out. None of the challenges on Bullseye are gross out. If In fact, uh, it was kind of weird looking back at the Bullseye episode, because if you recall from my Fear Factor episode, which just got uploaded maybe like last week, I talked about how my favorite thing on Fear Factor was the third round, you know, the stuntman challenge and it's you know like whoever's closest to this and whoever does this the fastest i love those challenges bullseye even though oh my god it was such a bad show was nothing but those challenges i'm not kidding it was just like you're on top of a moving train get to the target the fastest uh you are on a you are attached to a bungee cord knock off the bullseye is the fastest that's the show and you know what that was kind of fun fascinating so here is how it works there are eight contestants playing for fifty thousand dollars three rounds of play just like fear factor however instead of just a, a, a rational fear a gross out and then the stuntman challenge this is uh one is about uh one is accuracy because you know bullseye two is frequency how many and third is speed. How fast can you? So the way it handles is it depends on each episode. Every challenge is different from uh, you got to go into like you have to knock down as many bullseyes as you can while attached to a car to you got to jump 
on from a, from a platform onto a bullseye, uh, or you're you're on a ladder. You have to knock out as many bullseyes as you can. We'll get to that in just a bit. <clears throat> the first round's an accuracy game. Accuracy games typically mean you're on a platform and you have to hit the bullseye. There's a giant bullseye on the board. It looks like a classic archery-based bullseye. You know, with the yellows, the whites, the reds, the blues, the yellow bullseye in the center. You, you, you figure that out. And a little black X, which is the perfect spot. So in the accuracy game, it's you have to get closest to that little X as possible so the way they do it in each episode is different maybe you're on a helicopter jumping in maybe you're doing an olympic sized jump uh maybe you're you're attached to a platform may have to dive into water uh maybe it, it's always some sort of weird accuracy sudden if you missed the target completely some say you're out of the game but they still measure you away from the target which i always find is a little fascinating because uh, the way they handle your target is where your ass is on, on the target, which I thought was pretty funny. Now, in round one, it's men versus men and women versus women. And the two, they eliminate two people in that round, leaving us with our final four. Isn't that thrilling? So now that we're down with four people... Sometimes it's just one man, one woman's out. We now go into round two, which is a frequency game. A frequency game is how many targets can you hit in a set amount of time. Typically what they have is like 20 platforms or 20 little uh, targets lying around. And your job is to basically, essentially it is the fear factor flag challenges, but instead of flags, it's targets. Like these little foam targets. And all they got to do is just yank on them off the little thing or clip them on, which I don't know if they did, but that's typically what it was. It was just, hey, I need you to knock down as many targets as possible, put them in the bucket. And it's head-to-head matches. And the course, if you lose the head-to-head match, you're eliminated. So that becomes... Yet again, another elimination round where you wipe out half the bank. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's two. I think they usually do two. Usually. So it, it becomes a fun, challenging kind of high-wire act, typically of a bungee cord of some type. Because uh, one is usually by sea, one's by air. It's, uh, the three challenges are always one's on land, one is in the ocean, and one is an aerial challenge. So you're attached to a helicopter. You're jumping like 40 feet in the air. You know, your typical heights-based scary challenge. Just follow me on that one. <clears throat> so after we get through the frequency and the head-to-head challenges, we get to the final round, which is all about speed. The speed challenge is typically a classic Fear Factor final stuntman challenge with the end conclusion being that you physically hit the bullseye. So, whack, right there and you're done. And whoever's the fastest to hit the bullseye wins. Now, some of them offer a twist to the game 
where if you grab the bonus bullseye, you uh, deduct time from your bank, which makes it really uh, a nice lifeline if you if you know it's down to the wire. That bullseye can mean all the difference in the challenge, which I kind of enjoy. Uh, so ultimately, bullseye wasn't that bad of a game show, but it definitely felt flat. And now I'm going to explain why. The uh, the first of all, the theme song fucking sucked. It bullseye. Second, it's Fox, not ABC or straight like strangely enough NBC. This feels like. Fear Factor, again, or ABC is I, I, 101 Ways to Leave a Game Show. But the hosting is two people. They got Kellen Lutz. Kellen Lutz is a big, hunky actor, dude. He is typically what people assume to be, like, CW-quality actor. I mean, he was in the Twilight movies, right? Uh... <laughs> And he's right now on FBI on CBS. Fantastic. But it's not just Kellen Lutz. And Kellen Lutz is basically trying to be a pseudo Joe Rogan. You know, welcome to Bullseye. Your goal is to go through three challenges. One's dealing with accuracy. The other's frequency. The other is speed. Uh, If you don't do the challenge, you're eliminated. If you're furthest away, you're gone. And whoever is the winner gets $50,000. But unlike Joe Rogan, he's not a solo act. And they decided, instead of having him just go through the entire roles of explaining the rules, they decided to give him a co-host. And this is where it just becomes, oh no. Because that co-host is Godfrey. Godfrey is a comedian. Now, He's a funny black comedian. I'm just going to say that right now. He's very hilarious. Uh, if you ever see some of his stand-up work, amazing. He also does a lot of good warm-up acts from time to time. You might, however, whenever you see Godfrey on television, it's very MTV-style hosting. Which kind of makes sense, because, I mean, he did host I Bet You Will on MTV, also known as, hey, we'll shave your head for $200. <laughs> Hey, who wants to eat this stick of butter for 50 bucks? Anyway, that was Morgan Spurlock show. The Super Size Me guy. Yeah, he has no shame. So Godfrey uh, hosted I Bet You Will. He also was the face for the 7-Up Yours campaign uh, when Orlando Jones quit. And I don't blame you, Orlando Jones, wherever you are. I do not blame you. So (laughs) it becomes this uh, very interesting dynamic where here's Kellen Lutz who is basically playing default action movie star who demonstrates almost every challenge he wants to play on everything which you know what I will say is a really cool feature like normally the host wants to stand back and go I want it far away from the heights challenge Kellen's like I want to be on the boomerang I want to just shoot out of there and be like a human catapult and I think that's kind of fun and Normally, that's how they start the show is just Kellen Lutz in one of the contraptions going, I'm Kellen Lutz. Welcome to Bullseye. But then after we go to Lutz, he's like, this is the accuracy challenge. And here to tell you about it, here's Godfrey. And it's all like pre-recorded because that's how game shows are. Uh, And then you see Godfrey in the second cam go. Thanks, Kellen. This challenge, all they have to do is jump onto the target. Whoever's furthest is eliminated. Back to you, Kellen. 
and trying to do a little joke like, "Ooh, that's spooky." And it just uh So then Godfrey becomes sideline reporter. And it's like, so are you scared of heights? Are you, uh, so what would you have won $50,000 today? Oh man, that's a great prize. Just, I, it, to me, Bullseye is pretty much basic competition game show 101. I recommend people watch Bullseye only for easy television production 101. Cause you can see every single trope in modern reality competition shows in this one show because oh they made it blatant to the point of it is annoying you have the actor host who was at the upswing in his career kellen lutz you had the comedian trying to be the silly guy to try and do silly lines and jokes and it just it's like what what's going on what's wrong with you and it's clearly they're trying to shoot two different shows at the same time one, they were trying to go for a fear factor approach. You're going to be attached to a helicopter 100 feet in the air. You got to detach yourself. You'll bungee jump and you'll drop a beanbag onto the target. Whoever's closest to the target stays. Whoever's furthest is gone. But then at the same time, they did like the 101 ways to leave a game show of ha ha ha. They're screaming and scared. Ha ha ha. It's funny in a way that was like, this is what? And that's where Godfrey appeared. He was trying to be like the sadistic guy, like, oh, I'm on your side. <laughs> this is hilarious. You're screaming. What's wrong? <laughs> Someone falls into the lake. Did you wet your pants? <laughs> it's, it was just terrible. <laughs> in addition to that, it has every approach that you normally see, from the contestants all having to stand close to each other, the over-the-shoulder shot of the host, the introduction sequence that's never changing. Hi, welcome to Bullseye. I'm your host, Kellen Lutz. This is a show about accuracy. The aim of the game is to hit the bullseye. To do this, we go through three rounds. One to test accuracy, one to test your frequency, and one to test your speed. Whoever can complete all three rounds and all three of the challenges will win Bullseye in $50,000. Are you up for the challenge? Yay! Well, here's your first game. Take it away, Godfrey. And then you can almost assume, like, immediately thereafter. There was already a camera, and the second camera crew already standing by the challenge. And it's just, hey, Kellen, in this challenge, the players have to drop a bu- uh, like drop a beanbag into the target, but it's not going to be easy because, you see, they're going to be dangling above the ground 100 feet in the air. Whoa. Hope they're not afraid of heights. Back to you, Kellen. And cut. <clears throat> Meanwhile, as that was already being played, they're already through, like, the challenge producer already probably explained to them, Huh, yeah, so you're going to be attached to a helicopter. We have a safety crew on standby. You're just going to drop two beanbags, and whoever's, whoever's closest to the bullseye is going to be counted. You have two attempts, so we're going to discard the second one. Uh, so now I'll explain that you can't do this. You can't do that. Uh, you can't spin around. You can't, uh, you can't throw it. You can't toss it down and slam it on the ground. You just have to just let go. All right, thank you. That's fun.
Back to you, Kellen. All right, thanks, Godfrey. So, um, who, who? So we're going to go men versus men, and women versus women, and uh, line. Julie, Julie, you're going to go first. So then we close up to Julie. All right. Good luck out there. She walks off camera. Everyone applauds. It's all set up like in a way that just doesn't feel right. It just it feels like a forced game show in a way that I think that was the main reason it flopped. Because one, there's no aspiration on the show. It's just fear factor stunts. No one wants to be on Fear Factor unless they want fame and $50,000. It's not Wipeout because it's not silly enough. You're not watching the jokey jokes because there rarely is jokey jokes. And three, there really wasn't really a, a theme to six episodes of Bullseye. Uh, I think, no, I think there were ten episodes, if I'm not mistaken, maybe. I got to now check this out. Now, this is where I have to actually run to my computer how many episodes of the U.S. Bullseye were there with Kellen Lutz? Eight. Eight episodes. Oh, my God. I can see every one of these challenges. It's like an old episode of Game Shows, I suppose. Or I'm just reading factoids. All right. <clears throat> Might as well fucking read this. Why not? Uh, yeah. Oh, Jay Rupert Thompson is the direct role. That makes sense. He does all the directing for almost every stunt show, such as Fear Factor, 101 Ways to Leave a Game Show. Uh, debut 2015. I was right, 2015. John Kroll was the executive producer of the show. Oh. Well, he did Fear Factor, Amazing Race. He was a co-EP on that. Uh, he did Utopia in 2014. Uh, Bullseye. And then he tried his hand at American Grit later in 2016. Uh, now he's the EP on Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. All right. Well, that explains a lot. Scott Larson, also an EP. Well, he's not that bad. No, Scott Larson's actually pretty swell dude. Uh, not actually. <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott Larson is uh, in the TV world. I, I have to say, one of the nicest guys. But no, he really, like, he worked on Fear Factor. He worked on Wipeout and Dog Eat Dog and... I think he's on Don't right now. I'm telling you right now, like, dude is... I like the dude. I like uh, Scott Larson. So I feel bad now. I'm, like, just shitting on this game show right now. Um, but no, like, I think it was his vision of what he w wanted. And it just kind of fell. Um, all right. In each episode, four women and four women could be in three epic challenges to hit, collect, or destroy bullseyes for a chance to win $50,000. For the first challenge, placement is based on the contestant's distance from a bullseye. Hey, got that right. Com accuracy. Competition separated by gender, two men, two women being eliminated. The seconds and chamber aim as many targets. Yep, frequency. With the contestant last place is limit. Oh, and then the final three. So four becomes three. All right, that's where I screwed up. Four becomes three in this. The final three competitors then race in a large course with the person the fastest time or speed or slowest, depending on the challenge. After any apical penalties, for example, missing a target, wins the money. All right. Oh, let's read. Let's read the challenges. Bullseye bomb. Uh, they're dangling hundred feet in the air from a swaying helicopter. Uh, over a runway with two chances to release the bullseye bomb. 
Bobbing for Bullseye. Upside down 50 feet in the air above a massive tank of water who have Bullseye's tether to the bottom. They're plunged into a tank seven times. Final challenge, a Bullseye bungee jump. They're in ATV going around dirt course hitting five Bullseyes. A runaway train. And then there's Bullseye bumper cars, uh, which is a dune buggy. Okay, so it's all dune races, it looks like, and jet skis. Well, that's all right. That's... This is all super soakers. Uh, Jesus. Um, do I have to dodge soccer balls. Semi jump. Once the semi jumps are up to speed, competitors have to jump back and forth as they convey barrels down the runway. The gap between the drums will widen the further they go. They must keep jumping until they come up short. Face plant on a semi. Uh, the three competitors that hit the most bullseyes move to the final challenge. All right. A zip timeline. Competitors must run in place on the giant wheel. The wheel will increase in speed. We're going to collect as many bullseye bumps as possible and try to stay on the wheel the longest until they run out of steam and fall off the treadmill in the sky. Then they will zip line all the way over to the final bullseye on the other side. They have an opportunity to add time on their clock by dropping bullseyes on three targets on the ground. Each target they hit will add another five seconds, uh, but the clock won't stop until they smash to the final bullseye. Uh, fastest time wins. Well, I kind of got that. Yeah, so it got canceled. It was a canceled game show. The directing is fun because it is Fear Factor and 101 Ways of the Game Show. So the heights were dramatic. Uh, the explanation was fun. But it, it was just Baby's first like learning about TV production reality competition in a way that just didn't feel exciting enough to watch. Uh, I think Kellen Lutz is an okay host. I think he's better suited for like a Fort Boyard than Bullseye. Um, but it, this was just kind of a, this wasn't really a good show. This felt like they had four different visions of a Bullseye themed show. This felt like they wanted Fear Factor without the ew gross. And this was their pitch, which hell, that's what I would have pitched. But something about the show just didn't click. And I think it was just the big focus on bullseyes instead of just like, I don't know, calling it the world's great, great big game show or big tournament challenge or something because th th it didn't work. Now, on one hand, this is exactly what, what I love in Fear Factor is all these different challenges. Would I want to try some of them out? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> that, some of those look really cool. But at the same time, it was like a hot mess of a game show in a way that I watch it and I go, oh, because it's super duper slow, very, very slow. And if it was me, I would just kind of just make accuracy the name of the, I mean, I get it like because accuracy is kind of like the qualifying challenge. The more bullseyes is kind of the middle challenge, and then speed is like every classic Fear Factor final. So I, I get it, but at the same time, I felt like they kind of missed the mark <laughs> because they, they could have um, elevated the show a little easier. They could have made it... Uh, I know they want to do comedy, but I think they were too focused on classic stunt-based work from Fear Factor and 101 Wasteleave a Game Show that they couldn't just figure out, like, oh, what if we just did, like, an actual 
accuracy challenge. Like an actual, like, hey, drop drop the bowling ball. Or a dart. Like something really silly. Like you can do a swinging uh, challenge. Like the, what was that, season one or season two, Fear Factor? Where they're basically on a zip line swinging and they break through a brick wall. It's a fake foam brick wall. And as they break through the brick wall, that's when they drop the beanbag. Well, how about instead of a beanbag, it's a basketball or a dart or or like other forms of of staking your, like a paintball gun, pop, 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 pop. Something that would have been a little bit cooler that we haven't seen yet. If it was me, I I would have tried, tried went with like every single way to do accuracy instead of just high wire axe. Because I think that that was what kind of did the show in, in addition to the driving challenges. Um, I kind of found them a little boring, to be honest. Um, but the major takeaway for Bullseye, in addition to Kellen Lutz being very handsome, and Godfrey being basically a curse on every game show known to mankind, is that Bullseye is every oh-no-high-spot game show. And why, and this is just me pointing at the camera right now, why you should stop fucking doing it. Hey, stop it. I get it, you're trying to reinvent the, the, the height game show challenge, but stop it. Really, you don't need to do it anymore. Stop it. But um, I still kind of enjoy the show. I, I guess that was the bullseye in America everyone was talking about. Oh... Oh, wait, no, this is... You want the other one. Fine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Niche Podcast about the one thing that I know something about, game shows, I suppose. I'm your host, Jordan Haas, and welcome to the Bullseye episode. (sighs) I'm spilling my seltzer. All right. Hi. Hello. I I needed something to drink here. Because, yes, I talked about Bullseye. I talked about Bullseye. And I think the one that everyone in the game show world wants to talk about is Bullseye. And instead of Darts or Kellen Lutz, it's this game show. This monstrosity of a show. It's one of those game shows that I, I watch and I don't like. I just want to just be honest here. The reason I never wanted to talk about Jim Lang's Bullseye is because... I hated it. I never liked Bullseye with Jim Lang. I I liked Joker's Wild, don't get me wrong. But I never really saw the appeal to Bullseye with Jim Lang. Mostly because, well, it fucking didn't know what it wanted to be. And I thought that kind of, that kind of just was just the uh, sigh, as it were. So... Let's start with Jim Lang. I just want to start with Jim Lang first before we get to anything else. Jim Lang is one of my favorite game show hosts. It, you may not know this, 
But uh, Jim Lang, iconic host of Dating Game, iconic host of it's your million dollar chance of a lifetime. Uh, I think he did name that tune for a while. It's just his personality, his his style of hosting resonated with me at an early age. I liked Jim Lang's style. If you have noticed, every time I ended an episode of game shows, I suppose, or even like other stuff, I go big smooch and I do the mwah, and that's and then we end the show. That's in tribute to Jim Lang and the big smooch at the end of the dating game. So I like Jim Lang's hosting ability. I do not like him doing quiz shows, as it turns out. Uh, this is, oh God, this is one of the most frustrating shows. I, I'm talking about all the things I like first because if I talk about everything I hate, we'll be here all day. So let me just go with the positive. Jim Lang, great host, not really his best work. And two, Sal looked okay, really neat. And third, the theme song that do 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 do. That that that. I mean, yeah, that's. I, I get it, because due to the do, it's very disco-y. It's very cool. But I did not care at all about the show. Why is there lightning bolts? Why is there bullseyes? Why is the show called Bullseye? There's, no, like, it really makes no sense why the show is called Bullseye, if you really think about it. There's no darts. There's no accuracy. It It's all about... RNG, it's all about random number generator. It's all about when you push the button at the right time, when the slides stopped. But unlike uh, the like Joker's Wild, where you can kind of feel like it's a physical slide projection and it stops in this slide, it pushes and then it, there's one slide of a rotating swirl. It goes whoop, whoop. And it's just, uh, I don't know. Just, mm. I just, mm. to me, I, I, I don't, I think it's just a, a, uh, what they did was they did the fast forward round in Joker's Wild and made that into a game show. That's essentially what it felt like to me, but with more money because more money. It was 1980. So, here is how the show works. If you've never seen Bullseye before, it's a game about definitions. No, it's a it's a game about contracts. If you love contract signings, you'll love this game. So, it's a like Joker's Wild before it. Uh it's a 1v1 game. Uh one player versus one player. Uh what they get to do One's a returning champion, the other's the challenger. Uh, they get to uh, push a button. It stops the swirly-whirly machine. I don't know what the hell they call it. I'm calling it swirly-whirly machine. And it just looks like a giant star with big swirly thing. It looks like something that they kind of stole from the All-Star Blitz set. Let's not kid ourselves. And it's like Joker's Wild, except for uh, the, there's a categories, and then there's values on the categories, and then the center slot is the amount of questions you need to answer. That's that's it. So it's kind of like geography at 150, history at 200, and you have to answer three questions. So what's it going to be, geography or history? 
and it's like that's the show so there's uh eight categories so it's more than the joker's wild you have eight categories and there are values four in each window because it's all RNG. If one in window has four, one in the window have four. And the range values are anywhere from fifty to two hundred dollars. So fifty, one hundred, one fifty, and two hundred. The random selection generator shows your two categories. And then the amount of questions you need to answer. It's either one, two, three, four, or five, or a bullseye. That's why the show is called Bullseye, because one of the six is a bullseye can you tell this is just i'm just bored by this right now so you buzz in and you have to choose one of two categories and you have to answer one question or two questions or three questions or four questions or five questions or if it's bullseye as many questions as you like so you have to fulfill the contract given to you by force by answering three questions about history, four questions about music, two questions about social studies, one question about politics, four questions about television, five questions about uh, Europe. I don't know. And it just is a quiz. It's a quiz show. But here's where the twist happens. If you get the question wrong, you violate your contract and your opponent has to fill in the rest of the contract. So at $200 for three correct answers, they they get $600. And that's in a little bank. And now you get the only exciting part of the show that I enjoy in the format. A stick or twist situation you have $600. Do you want to bank that? Or do you want to keep playing so you can still have control? Keep in mind, if you bank, your opponent gets control of the board. So there's your play and pass situation like Family Feud, but with an incentive to bank. Now, I don't know if they, if the money they bank is theirs to keep no matter what. Uh, let me double check real quick. Correct in the bullseye. Is drone out control. Originally, the first bank to a thousand dollars one, but then it became uh, two thousand dollars. The correct response: Contestant who can be the contract will bank the money in the pot and give it control, or leave the money in the pot and spend again. They do not specify to keep the money or not. I like to think they they do get to keep the money. That way, it feels not as bad as I think it should be. So then it becomes, do you want to keep playing? Because your goal is to get to $2,000. So you're at $600. So you need $1,400 more. You want to roll again or do you want to just give it to your opponent? Keep in mind, if they have control and they just have a good streak, you could they could win the episode. <sighs> if it's a bullseye, they basically get as many questions as they'd like and they stop at any time. But uh, be careful if they uh, screw up and I think the lightning bolt hits and they don't win. Yeah, they ended the contract, but the opponent could still take control by giving a correct response. Both contestants missed the same. Yeah, okay. 
If they win five games, they win a brand new car. I didn't know that till right now. How exciting. They win a brand new car. Yeah, so this is Bullseye. This is a show that I watched right before going into this episode again. And I still can't get into it, if that makes sense. I know, like, probably this is one of those guilty pleasure things where someone in the game show world is going to listen to this and go, Jordan doesn't like Bullseye. <laughs> I like Joker's Wild. Because Joker's wild, I can see, like, oh, that's like a pair. That's a three of a kind. Joker's a wild, so therefore they can match a two or a three of a kind. Wow, okay, so that's a luck-based game show in addition to a quiz show. Okay, this is a, do you know more about, do you know more about movies? Or do you know more about uh, Native Americans? What do you, what do you want to pick? For a hundred dollars or one fifty to fulfill your contract, and then there's a target in the game, and I think like oh, I don't like I just, uh. but it's okay though because I think a lot of people don't care about that. They care about the bonus round. Barry Engwright reached the target to a thousand dollars, and you win. Otherwise, you lose. So, let's talk about the original, the new, the format of Bonus Land, Bonus Island. You push a button, and instead of categories, now it's cash values. One hundred dollars, one fifty, or two hundred dollars with three spinning slides. So it'd be like one hundred, two hundred, two hundred. That's five hundred dollars. Uh, if you, you can stop and take the money or you can, uh, keep going. Uh, also in, in these cash mounts, besides 100, 150, and 200, there's bullseyes and a lightning bolt. If you get three bullseyes, you get an automatic win. Or if you spin, I think six times, seven times, 10 times without hitting the lightning bolt, you also win. With each spin, whatever money the contestant accumulated was added to the pot for the round. Originally, Bullseye appeared. The contestant had the option to freeze that window. Uh, this layer was option removed, and the window was automatically frozen after Bullseye appeared. They could stop and take the money, or they can keep going. If the lightning bolt was not revealed after the round was over, the contestant had no way of knowing if it had been put out of play behind a Bullseye. If they spun three bullseyes, they got double the money in the pot, or $10,000. So the contestant is on a single spin. Survive all spins, they, which was 10 and then 7. Okay, I was right. It was 10, but it was 7. All right. They have $5,000. Uh, and they win a prize package. Oh, boy. Uh, and then bullseye episodes were cash. Okay. All right. So... I like I like that because it, it felt like a the bullseye lightning bolt thing kind of did feel like a better version of beat the devil, but I just with the bullseye being the Joker placement instead of you know it, basically instead of Joker 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 it's fifty bullseye bullseye oh boy 
So, in the original version of the show, uh, they got to choose how many presses of the button they got, and there were bullseyes and lightning bolts only. And if it was bullseye, 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 they won money, and it doubled. Now, of the amount of times they can push the button, if it was the bullseye, they get to play unlimited times, just like in the bonus round, which means they could win up to a million dollars because a thousand becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight, becomes 16, 32, 64, 128, 256, 512, and then over a million dollars. They, they fill the same philosophy as Millionaire did before Millionaire, but it was only in the pilot, and they never decided to keep that in Probably because you don't want to bankrupt the fucking game show, do you? What I like about it is the uh, the lightning bullseye dynamic. I think that's kind of fun. I just... I think a lot of people like this show mostly because it's a Joker's Wild, but layered, if that makes sense. Because I, I... I hate to also throw again, but like Coriana Tano, Pack Dude... Uh, back in the day, he did Flash games. Uh, one of his games was called Drop the Bomb, which was just a rip-off Joker's Wild. It's a it's a rip-off. But it was also his original idea because it was all about submitting contracts in the amount of spins, and then there was a bomb. If you hit the bomb, you'll lose everything, and the game's over. I like, I like that. That's really cool. But if you, sur- if you get to a certain amount of money, you play the bonus round based on the amount of levels you complete. I like that Like that was well thought out. And he did have a vision in mind because that bonus run was basically this. Uh, Only instead of lightning bolts ending the game completely, the bomb would destroy the entire frame and the game ends. And I think that's just, ugh. I I don't know. So, at no point is this really bullseyes. Is this really targets, um, contracts, and boring quiz. And because ratings-wise was dipping, they did what every game show would do when the ratings dip down. You either throw money at it or you make a celebrity special. And they went celebrity bullseye. So they got rid of civilians, and for the rest of the series, it was all celebrities. I don't care about celebrity bullseye. I get it. Your favorite celebrities are funny while answering trivia questions. I still... Do not like this show. I find it boring. I I hope the tone of my voice made this episode sound boring because it was. Uh, and I mean, like I I'm, the slide projectors gave me nausea. Like like there's a lot of things that just I, I can't enjoy with Bullseye. Uh, I I'm trying to figure out like what's I mean. The appeal is obviously the the choices and the contract and the stop and twist that I think like if I had to uh, here here we go I I think I'll I'll try and and do my version of uh, new here it is this is my pitch if I if Bullseye was to ever return. Well, it would be mostly like Snoop Dogg's Joker's Wild. No, let's pretend it isn't. So, I think if you wanted to really maximize the appeal for a Bullseye reboot, because uh, I have to think like a game show producer here. 
The appeal is the stick or twist situation when it comes to the contract signing. And it's the categories. So because technology has improved that you don't have to do four and four, you can now do multiple categories and multiple rounds. I would make it so uh, if you are going to do a new bullseye, you would have infinite categories. Like you're not going to read off the category board anymore. And it's going to be anything that the writers come up with, much like Jeopardy. So it's all RNG. You might end up with all pop culture one episode, all history. It doesn't fucking matter. So you're not. So follow me on this. You get rid of the random value of the questions. Also, I find that just like, oh, you, the incentive is pick the other category because there's like $50 more. Like that's going to make everything better. So what instead I would do is just to throw the big money aspect of this quiz show. Uh, it's played in three rounds. It's played in three rounds. Uh, single, double, and in the bonus land. Uh, bon- in, in, in round one, questions are worth $1,000 per correct answer. Uh, you get your choice of two categories, just like in the original bullseye. But now every correct answer is worth $1,000 regardless of whatever you push in the contract button. The contract button is one through five or the bullseye. Uh, if you fulfill the contract, you can you have the decision if you want to bank the money or uh, keep playing. Now, this is important because it plays much like uh, it, it plays like almost, I was going to say much like press your luck, but I think that's not really a good comparison. If you bank, the money is yours. If you do not bank. You can keep playing and build the bank up. And this continues after four pushes of the button, two each. So so it's a... I I, I think it should be naturally not four pushes, two each. It's going to be... Because that's what I thought when I thought Joker's Wild. Shit. Uh, Three. Three buttons. Three pulls of the button. Three contracts. No matter what, it's three contracts. So do you want to keep on and just keep building your bank? And after the third uh, contract round of play, uh, it's guaranteed bank. We're just banking the money, and and we continue playing in round two, where you guessed it, the values are double, $2,000 per correct answer. It could be anywhere between one to five or the titular bullseye, where you can answer up to 10 correct questions. I think bullseye should just be 10. It shouldn't be unlimited. We don't have the time for it. But it should be 10. Uh, and it's and, and and whoever has the most after yet again three pushes of the button go on to the final round. Now in the final bullseye round, I think this is where you can make it really fun. Uh, it, it's going to be I I, I kind of want to steal kind of Corey's idea. I hate to say this, give credit to Corey. Hey, Pack dude, this is a good idea but I'm going to steal it from you and make it a little bit like bullseye. So the values are now uh, $1,000 through $5,000 per slide. Oh, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, 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 no, 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 uh, no, 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 no
So it's going to be one, two, I think I wanted to do 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. No, 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 no. You know, I figured it out. It was, it was $500. That's right. The original rules I wrote. Hang on a sec. All right. So I actually wrote this down. All right. So, okay. So you have, uh, you just have to survive through five pushes of the button or you can walk to, to keep the money no matter what. However, lightning bolts and bullseyes are on every corner. The value, okay, so it's up to eight. One, two, three, four, five, and $10,000. And a bullseye and a lightning bolt. If you hit a bullseye, it locks the frame in place. You can't move it anymore. If it's the lightning bolt, you lose everything, but you can keep playing. Uh, if you, of course, lightning bolt in the fifth and final press, you don't win any money. Uh, if you, however, get all three bullseyes at any given time, the money doubles and you win a car. All right. That makes sense. Sounds like that was what I wrote down. You double the money and you win a car. It's a one and done show. That's it. So the idea being, I'm guessing what my vision was, was it's like $8,000. Well, you got press again. All right, you got another nine thousand. That brings it to seventeen thousand, and then you keep going. Ah, I see. Bullseye locked in place. A lightning bolt knocks your nineteen thousand out. It's okay. You have two more presses of the button. Two and thousand. One thousand. That's three thousand. Uh, then question four. It's four thousand. Six thousand. Ah, I see it. That makes sense. Cause the lightning bolt wipes out the game, but you keep playing. Bullseyes lock the game in place and advance your double the money. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Three strikes. Oh, the lightning bolts are strikes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Unlimited spins to double your money or three strikes you're out. Okay, there you go. I was wondering what that was. I was like, lightning bolts, you lose all your money. On the third one, you lose everything and the game's over. Okay. That makes sense. So it just can keep building and you can play as many times as you like. I get it. I get it now. And you can stop at any time. Wow. That is an incentive. You can lose everything and then double your money. And $1,000 can become an extra $2,000. That's great. <laughs> I like it. I like this bullshit idea I just came up with. Uh... I don't know if I will ever want to pitch Bullseye as a game show, but that sounds most likely what it would be. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, in conclusion, uh, let's see here. Celebrity Bullseye was its name from December 7th, 1981 onward. $500 value was added to the main game. Categories were number announced by Lang before the team began. Most questions were multiple choice with three possible answers. Gameplay was unchanged. First to win two out of three games was champion and continued playing until beaten. That, oh, Jesus. That's just, uh. Sony Pictures owns it. 
and Colbert television sales. Yeah. Okay. That fine. I I, I think we're done here. Uh, in conclusion, Bullseye, I guess, is the fandom's favorite Joker's Wild kind of show. I still don't see the appeal of the game. I still don't know why there's a lightning bolt with a bullseye. I There's no point as I feel like there's aiming or target practice or any of that. There's It j- just feels like that's just a name because someone just said bullseye. and Okay, sure. Um, I kind of wish there, w- there was some sort of like, if you make the bullseye, you get this or something. No, none of that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe just change your name to stake your claim, because that's what this game show feels like. It feels like like you're like a gold mining stake your claim, panning for gold, yeehaw, gold rush kind of game show. I don't know. I'm I'm falling asleep just watching like talking about the show. I don't care for Bullseye. I care more for the UK Bullseye than this. Why? Because at least there's a target, and I can see. Oh, that's a literal bullseye. Ah, that mean that mean that explains the name of the show. Versus any other thing where they say the word bullseye, from the Pricing is Right to the Family Feud to this show to even like I guess somewhat the Kellen Lutz game show. But that's gonna do it for us here. I just, uh, I'm just not feeling too good anymore. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great night. In the great words of Jim Lang, big smooch. Mwah!